hello, Elizabeth. <laughs> you told me to be to quiet, <laughs> so I started doing something else. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Sip. I'm Ryland Adams, of course, joined by... Elizabeth Home, okay? Damn, I really didn't mean to put my armpits up. Why? First, you sweaty? What? I'll kill you. This what? is a private conversation we had prior to starting recording. I don't understand. <laughs> Where does your loyalty lie? Where, uh, with the audience, with the audience, the audience. Yeah, mm. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, what's the? See, I didn't have armpit. So I just got out of the shower, but I haven't had armpit sweat until recently. So I don't know. Like, did I just become an adult, or why? Within the last year, did I start getting sweaty pits? Uh, probably anxiety. I don't think it's <laughs> adult onset anxiety. I would definitely 100% say we're creeping up on tax season. Like, I don't know, like new year, new me, four years facing a pandemic, you know, like a lot. Like there's a lot. Like there's a lot of reasons why you might be facing adult onset anxiety sweats. Well, we haven't really talked much this week, so this is fun to get to catch up. I've realized throughout this process of me having coronavirus well not anymore but you were really my only social interaction with this podcast like this was the most i got to interact with anybody all week besides shane of course so i just thought like people worried they could catch the rona through the phone (laughs) no i'm just not a phone girl you know me like i don't i don't like to text i don't really like to talk i'll answer a facetime every once in a while and even when you're calling me, half the time I don't answer and then I text back. I'm like, is it important? Because I just don't like phone calls. <laughs> you're such a bitch. It's always important if I'm calling. It's whatever no. thought I have urgently in that moment that I forget 10 seconds later. Yeah, literally, I, she calls me. I miss it. I call her back. And then she ignores my call. And I said, oh, so I was just one on the list of many when you got in your car. Like, I know how this works. The majority of the time that you call me, it's for to entertain yourself while you're getting from point A to point B. Yeah. And you just go down a Rolodex of people. You're like, who's going to listen to me today? No, there's like five people I call. And which am I ranking on that list? Be honest. Probably three. Probably number three. Okay, that's pretty good. Maybe number four. <laughs> well, you have so many. No, friends. it's a long list. It's a long list. <laughs> you just keep going. It's like Do a MySpace find- top eight who gets called on my way to and from Orange Theory. So, like, instead of finding a podcast, so, like, before I walk the dogs, I have to, like, scroll through my library of podcasts and find a podcast. You, like, have to get somebody secured on the line before you go out and enter your car. Yeah, that's usually why when I call someone, the first 15 seconds is my backup beeping sound on my car. It's like, oh, someone answered. We can back up now. Like, It's because I don't talk to anybody while I'm at home, and I'm at home all the time. So, like, those 16 minutes... To and from Orange Theory, like I gotta pack in with my social calendar. <laughs> That's when you've I socialize. To say you've never, you're never lacking in something to say. But I've been very curious. I know that you had a fun week, uh, but what is this that you might be too old for fun? Oh, so Joe and I were gonna go to the farmers market on Sunday morning, and then I slept through it. And then I was like, you know what? Let's go to Universal. And he goes, you know what? Let's get Universal season passes. And I was like, yes. Well, <laughs> Isn't it like a one-time purchase equals a season pass? Yeah, basically. It's like $30 more for a season pass. And so you guys had just a date day by yourselves. Yeah. That's so cute. That's it like my so fantasy. Fun. It was so fun. But then I had like a butter beer and I was like, I might be too old for sugar. And then I like got on one of the rides and I was like, I might be too old for fun. <laughs> and then we did it like 50 million more times. And like on the way out, I was like, well, we need to get some pretzels and some candy apples and some candy strawberries. Like we had to stop at the crusty, like the crusty, the clown restaurant. And I got like a foot long hot dog with chili on it and something called the clogger, which is a double patty bacon cheeseburger, just because like I needed to try the things, you know? <laughs> And, like, I was so sick when I got home. Like, Joe was so sick when we got home. I just, like, I sat in the bath and, like, sweated for a while and then just, like, went to sleep and slept all yesterday. Actually, I watched a lot of Atypical yesterday. Really? Yeah. And, which, by the way, love the show. What streaming platform? Netflix. Okay. All right. 
Interesting. So it's old. It's already it's the the whole show's run the gamut, and I'm like, atypical is pretty great. <laughs> doesn't matter. I had like a weird headache all weekend, so I didn't do much. Not coronavirus related. We've both yeah. tested negative by now. Which <sighs> should I do the clapping sound? Mm, yeah, if you can find it. First try. <laughs> 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 yeah and so uh we didn't do much either i tried watching uh the new hillary duff show because how i met your father mm-hmm. like i, I also never... tried that wait <laughs> you tried meaning you didn't finish keep going keep going well i just thought like i was surprised at how good i thought hillary duff was which i don't know she's why i'm so shocked good. i don't know she doesn't like hit me as an actress even though that's what she's done her entire life that's so bizarre and she's <laughs> great and i liked it i think i'll keep going back yeah i mean i i too was pleasantly surprised by sorry the headphone cord was like on my ankle and i was like it's the snake (laughs) um it's not it's the headphone cord but i was like watch it be the fucking snake um so yeah i watched how i met your father also i feel like this cast doesn't have great chemistry i like francia What's, I don't know any of these people's you, names, so you're going to have to say, like, the roommate or... I, I think it's getting better. I think episode two, they were finding their uh, footing a little bit. I, like, put episode two on and, like, blacked out. I was like, <laughs> oh, here we are. <laughs> well, now that we can finally re-enter the world, we did get to... We missed my grandma's birthday, her 83rd sweet wow. birthday, looking good as ever. Yeah. Uh, she. We missed that, but then we got to celebrate with her this weekend, and now we're just, like trying to make up for lost time we're gonna get out there eventually so you and i can be together in person just living our um best lives i will say some new habits i picked up um while i had coronavirus i unintentionally did sober january like which i've never done in my life (laughs) and so now i'm like drinker well, I'm not a big drinker, but you know me. Like, I do, like, a glass of wine two or three nights a week, and that really puts me over the edge. You have, like, two sips, and you're, like, <laughs> gone with the wind. You're like, that's me. No. <laughs> but, yeah, I knew I started feeling better when I was like, ooh, I'd love a glass of wine tonight. But then I just <laughs> thought, there's only, at this point, like, not many days left in January. So I'm really going to see through sober January and feel accomplished for a non-accomplishment and yeah, then see it through girl i did start um meditating again every day this month so you know i feel like going into february that's gonna, like february 1st is gonna ring in my personal new year because you know it's been a shit show all the way through january did your yeah. month pick up like are you back on an upswing i guess <laughs> i don't know I suppose I did get universal season passes, which by the way, like my inbox on on Instagram has never been so full of old friends who are like, oh, let's go to universal. And it's like, did you stop talking to me because I didn't have season passes? (laughs) The fuck? Like I'm going to universal again today with a friend I haven't seen in a while. Are you really? Yes. <laughs> like right after this podcast, you're going no, to No, I'm going to go home. I'm going to work on this outline that I have to send someone, which isn't the outline for you. Sorry. Um, and, and then I'm going to go to universal. Well, I haven't heard back from my audition last week, so I'm going to need you to start on the Christmas movie oh, process. Oh, now <laughs> he's here for it. Honestly, though, let's talk on my drive home because I think that there's a glitch in my storyline okay. that doesn't work for our podverse. Mm. Sipverse? What do you mean? The movie doesn't have to co-align with our I podcast. think it does a little bit. Oh, that's oh, part of the... And I'll explain it to you on the phone later. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess I'm not as famous of an actor as I thought because I didn't get the job. But I did over the weekend watch Black Widow with Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson. Now I've fallen down the Scarlett Johansson rabbit hole, and I didn't realize like she's the most famous, highest paid actress in the world, and I've been sleeping on her uh, seemingly my entire life. And I just thought my delusional self. Now I really think that I'm going to be the next gay Marvel character. Oh my god. <laughs> You Don't are... you think that they're just going to be like, oh, we need a gay little Marvel character. Like, Do you a gay not version realize of... that Chris has literally told you that's his dream on multiple occasions? <laughs> <laughs> like, when people used like, to say Marvel, I would black that... out. I would black out because it's not something I had any invested interest in. But now <laughs> that I'm going down the rabbit hole, I guess that's every gay man's dream. 
I can't with you. But it's like I think you need to start walking through life with the assumption that you've slept on all of it. <laughs> like you always come back and you're like, have you heard of this actress, Julia Roberts? <laughs> Do you know that she's like an actress with a huge history of like film that's been really important to society since like the dawn of time? Well, you know what? Have you heard of dinosaurs? <laughs> I fall down rabbit holes at my own time. You know, everyone's on their own timeline in this life. And I just think good for Scarlett Johansson. Sugar mommy in it up. She's married to that Colin Joyce. Yeah, it's okay. And I was just like, wow. You heard him and Pete Davidson just bought the Staten Island Ferry and they're going to turn it into a comedy club. Yeah. No, I did not. Oh, yeah. Apparently a ferry was like up for auction and Pete Davidson and Colin Joyce are like, we're going to buy it. What is Pete Davidson doing? I, like, good for him. He's really on some shit. Like, he's just one yeah. after another. Can't quit booking gigs. Well, I mean, buying yourself a ferry is not like booking a gig, but. <laughs> I mean, but it's going to be. I wish people said that about me. Like, every time I did something absurd, like, good for Lizzie. She just dropped another $400 on a Lego set. <laughs> she can't stop booking gigs. Well, if you would start editing them in your free time. I saw a lot of people that wanted your stop motion Legos. It's it, Honestly, like, I get it, but it, it feels so sad to me. It feels so lonely. It feels like. It feels like there might be a Netflix movie made about a psych, like a psychological thriller about a woman who's unhinged and just spends <laughs> hours making these like Lego games. And then at the end of it, you find out her, it's like never been a Lego game. And she just has a bunch of dead bodies in her house that she like builds little bricks over. I don't know. No, I think now more than ever, people need hobbies and that's yeah. a great hobby. And from our comment section alone, you are not alone because I saw probably a hundred more people that love doing legos in their thank 30s god for our audience thank god for you guys what's that song you are not alone i sound so good in my own ears and then when i watch the podcast back and i sing it's the it's like damn girl like that's bad bad it shocks me every time <laughs> you are not alone all right. With that, we do have a sponsor for today's podcast, which just so happens to be DoorDash. We got to love DoorDash. It's time to get back out there. But if you're not quite ready for a full-blown adventure, there are still ways to explore the world from the comfort of your home. And with DoorDash, you don't need to travel far to experience something new. So get what you want to eat right now and right to your door with DoorDash. So along with restaurants that you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. Get drinks, get snacks, and other household items in under an hour. <clears throat> if you're craving late night ice cream, or if you forgot that one key ingredient for dinner, or maybe you just need to stock up for the week with DoorDash, you get it all in one app. So they have over 300,000 par uh, partners um, you can support your neighborhood go-tos, or you can choose from your national favorite restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, or even Cheesecake Factory. Ordering is so easy, and items will be left safely outside of your door when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. So for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code SIP. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code SIP. Don't forget that's code SIP for 25% off your first items when you order with DoorDash. <laughs> um, we're also sponsored by Liquid IV. Heck mm. yes, we are. We love Liquid IV. And one goal I have for myself this year is to stay hydrated because hydration makes a world of difference in everything you do. And I'm going to stay hydrated this year with my favorite product, Liquid IV. One stick of Liquid IV um, in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. They have amazing flavors like watermelon, lemon, lime, strawberry, pina colada, and more. My favorite's watermelon melon mm -mm -mm. lizzie and i use this every time we travel i use it in the morning i use it after i drink when i feel run down literally any time is a great time for liquid iv um it contains five essential vitamins b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c we all need that immunity boost right now and with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks it's made with premium ingredients it's non-gmo and gluten-free has no dairy or soy. They are also on a mission to change the world. They have donated over 19 million servings globally. So go to 
Um, you can grab your liquid IV nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code SIP at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code SIP at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code SIP. All right, Elizabeth. Yes, sir. Um, do you have any more lifelong stories you'd like to tell us, or should we jump into our hot topics? I mean, it all started April 28th, 1990, the day I was born. Mm, so much older than me. Oh my God, <laughs> you shady bitch. Maybe that's why you're more knowledgeable than me. <laughs> Probably. Um, no, I don't think I have anything extra to say. Oh, I did hear something on the way to your house this morning, which is that Bryce Hall <laughs> is trying to commission a fight with the Island Boys. I don't know who fights. they are. Oh my God. See, this is what I mean. You sleep on everything. How do you Wait. not know who the Island Boys are? I feel like we've talked about them on the podcast. What? I have no idea. Because <laughs> I said, even Joe knows about the Island Boys. And you were like, huh? Well, I still am lost in the dark you should google them because they're pretty funny uh anyways <laughs> <laughs> okay so who, what are these island boys and what do they do so it's so old now at this point the island boys have been around the internet for about three months they're these fucking <laughs> so twins old, they've been around for three months they're they're these very skinny twins that have really like crazy dreadlock hair that makes them look like skinny palm trees and they saw, they sang this song that went viral on TikTok that goes, I'm an island boy. I'm an island boy. I'm an island I keep island boy like an island boy. Anyways, they're dumb as rocks and they keep getting called into these really <laughs> dumb fucking situations because they're so stupid they don't even think and like they're not aware of what's going on in the world. Like they have a cameo and some guy to make fun of them was like sent them a make a cameo for Ghislaine Maxwell Uh and they did it like they didn't even know who Ghislaine Maxwell was and it's like the whole cameo is riddled with these little subtextual things like your boy Jeffrey says keep your mouth shut your island boy Jeffrey and it's just like they keep saying it and you're like what fucking world is this like if anyone's less informed in the world it's them another reason to never be on cameo like if you're not like because people do that like yeah. there's there's a lot of youtubers that like buy cameos from celebrities and like and like have them say who knows what and yeah that's, i just for so it's many reasons yeah are you still running a cameo for bubs no i did it for like a little bit like i maybe answered five and then I was like, I can't do this. Because you get these messages from people and they're like, have Bubs say this. And it's like, Bubs can't talk, you guys. Like, he's not he's not like a dog that can talk. And also, it's, I don't think, yeah, okay. They, they want like the Bubs that they know, which is like a growly, surly, you know, opinionated young man. And Bubs doesn't always have an opinion to share. So it's like, I'm not going to send someone just a video of Bubs like sitting, you know, like being a good boy. So I used like a video of him growling and I put text over it. But sometimes I'll like use the same video a couple of times because he's not livid all day, every day. He's just upset when somebody's around, you know? Mm. And then people will be like, this felt deeply impersonal. It's like, it's a fucking dog. Like <laughs> I can't. Wait, and so you said the Island Boys also got challenged to a fight? Bryce Hall is wor- is trying to work with Triller, which seems silly because Triller has like a history of not paying people and also just being whack as fuck. And so Bryce Hall's trying to fight both the Island Boys on the same ticket for like a pay-per-view fight. And it's like, nobody cares. Like, he- what, what I find so intriguing about this is like, it feels like every high school has like a phase where like the upperclassmen are like, let's get fucked up and box. And it's like, <laughs> it's so cringe and stupid. And this is like the senior class of social media right now, like getting fucked up and boxing. And it's just like, stop. Well, they see the $40 million that Jake Paul made last year from boxing. And- right. But that's not... I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's like not I, I don't have what... a place doing that. Like, just because Jake Paul did that doesn't. I mean, I know Bryce Hall's probably a little more physically fit than me, well, but Bryce Hall got his ass beat by Aston McBride, McBroon. Who's the family? I know who you're talking the about. Ace family. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, they did a boxing match. Oh my god, Ryland. So he's boxing. So he is boxing Girl, already. Stop. This is okay. so old, and this was such a big deal. 
The fact that you're shook by it is too much. Okay, then let's title move on to this episode, week's hot topics. Title this episode, Ryland Leaves the Caves. Or like, Ryland realizes it's his own shadow he's been seeing on the wall for centuries. Um, but yeah, okay. so... He, and he still hasn't been paid by Austin for that fight because that fight didn't go well. Like Austin reneged on a shit ton of contracts there and like hardly anyone got paid and it was a huge fucking deal. So the fact that now Bryce Hall's like calling up Ryan Cavanaugh Triller like, yo, bro, like set this shit up for me so I can get paid. It's like Cavanaugh hasn't paid his fighters either. Mm-hmm. Like Mike Tyson has publicly gone out and said that a fight that he did for him like last year, he still has not been paid for. It's silly. Well, we, okay, it's let's silly. get into this week's hot topics because I don't want to embarrass myself any further with my well, non-knowledge that is the of what's Bri- going The Bryce on. Hall wanting to fight the Island Boys that is this week, so that okay. is timely. And then um, <laughs> I follow this girl on TikTok who's like got her finger on the pulse of like JoJo dating shit. Like that's where I get all my information. So you're and- following somebody and her sole purpose on TikTok is JoJo's whereabouts. It's not like it's her sole purpose, but she definitely has dedicated a majority of her life to keeping me personally informed. <laughs> and she has said, hold on, I want to give her credit because she's great. Her name is Kales. At, her TikTok is at K-A-L-E-S <laughs> underscore O or zero. It's a zero. Anyways, she's super cute. Can you see? I saw you sent me the TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So she has noticed that both Jojo and Kylie, which is her initial ex, uh-huh. have been liking oh, the first ex. Yeah. Okay. Have been liking some fan account images together and like commenting on each other's Instagrams again. And I do know that the girls remained friends and that it was an amicable breakup from the get. Um, but maybe they're just having fun and like playing with their audience as Kales has suggested, or maybe there's something more to it. And quite frankly, like this girl's intuition is always right. So if she has a feeling <laughs> that these two caught feelings again, then I would say they probably did. I love that. We're always bringing uh, the world Jojo news. Like we were the, <laughs> you were one of the first to <laughs> speculate the breakup. You were one of the first, I mean, you're always keeping us um, up and up on the Jojo Siwa news. Well, you know, I talk to you about a lot of my theories and like only like half of them pan out. And then sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm crazy. Like when I tried to (laughs) convince you that Cardi B hated her second born. (laughs) Like that was embarrassing. And I'm glad that we (laughs) And you brought so much passion so many times with that subject to me. And I never expressed interest. Bring it to the pod. No, like, I don't know, dude. Because when that boy grows up and finds out that his mother hated him since birth, as I've speculated. It's gonna be a real bummer for him to watch that on this. <laughs> well, what was your even? What was your theory inside of such? My theory about Cardi B. Oh. <laughs> it feels rude to even speculate. And I'm gonna never saw this by saying I'm board. wrong. I'm right, wrong. Right, right, right. I'm wrong about this. I'm very wrong about this. I had a feeling Cardi B hated her baby boy <laughs> <laughs> because I never saw. I didn't see her posting about him. And I felt like she posted about culture all the time. And it was culture this and culture that. And, like, baby gets a tennis bracelet. And, like, baby's got bling. And then it's like, I don't even know this boy's name. (laughs) Maybe that baby had told Cardi that he wanted a more private life. Right. And you kept saying that, which is a super rational argument. And I just was like, no, culture has her own Instagram. And she's only four. (laughs) And then, you know, a People Magazine article came out where Cardi was like, I'm going to get my baby's name tatted on my face. And I was like, yep, nope, she loves that baby. And uh, I was wrong. How dare I? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. (laughs) You you hit some, you miss some. And that was a total miss. Circling back for just a second, is JoJo's ex uh, present on social media? Like, is she pursuing a social media career? Uh, She's not pursuing a social media career. She's like a super down-to-earth, normal chick. Um, I think that's why JoJo's audience really fell for her, too, because she's, like, just a nice girl. And the reason why they hated the second girl that JoJo went public with for half a second was because she did appear to be trying to have, like, a presence on social media and according to jojo's tiktok comments a hey mama energy and i don't think mm. people like hey mama energy nobody likes that and it's definitely i feel for her like trying to 
date and navigate dating when you're super famous. Yeah. You, it's I mean, been you really hard know. for me to navigate my own marriage mm. while super famous. Mm. Yes. So I, I get it. You can't walk through Universal and <laughs> even have a date of yourself. Um, my side of the conversation said your camera is disabled due to slow internet connection. Video is still recorded, but I can't I can see, see your you. face. We're oh, fine. I wish I could see. I miss your beautiful face. You're looking so cute today. Thank you. Oh, your voice kills me when I can't see your face. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Um, so Adele cancels residency 24 hours before first show. <sighs> she had fans on, in airplanes on their way. She oh. had fans in their hotels waiting. She started like uh, FaceTiming some of her fans, I think, via the Instagram app or something. Like you're just watching all this break on social media, like at like present tense. Mm-hmm. news kind of um there's she's saying that the reason why her show was canceled was because of covid and supply chain issues um but i don't know like i've never been to an adele show but i got a feeling it could be a blacked out it could be a black curtain behind her and her singing you know what i yeah. mean and i'm curious because i haven't listened to the album and it's full and like the full album uh-huh. but like when she performed like the oprah the the special night with adele and oprah she didn't have any theatrics like her music isn't really like something that you have background dancers to or that you yeah. have a huge production going on behind you like every time i've seen adele perform the focal point is her voice it's her standing there looking stunning and showcasing what she does best which is singing yeah. so i don't know if a part of her thought if it's not where I want it to be, I don't want the first reviews of the show. But I don't think Adele is somebody that needs to be worried about critics because she has so many. Like, it She's was kind sold of a- all the way out. So, she, like, she doesn't need to pander to what people think about her because her fan base goes so hard. that She's I feel also like she- a tastemaker. And I feel like, like Kim wearing a full blacked out face mask, Adele could do a full blacked out curtain moment and everyone Mm. would be like how innovative and sickening like a boiled down performance and maybe she wanted to give a reinvention of herself and she wanted to drop jaws and maybe she couldn't get there given the timeline but i do feel that i personally if i would have spent all that money because these residencies aren't cheap for these huge pop stars when britney spears when katie perry like it's expensive to go to these shows and you have to take time off work and you have to book your flights and i know like for shane and i we when she was when britney spears was re-upping we had gone to her show three times because we love her show in vegas so much so jealous and so when she had announced that she was re-upping it at a different hotel we had bought tickets for opening night it was either new year's eve or uh, valentine's day and we bought tickets for opening night and she canceled with so much time in advance and i still was bummed for months and yeah it's just well the reason why i don't like lady gaga is because she canceled on me in 2010 (laughs) and you're still holding the grudge fuck yeah i'm holding the grudge (laughs) I mean, I feel like the people that were on the planes, they can still make the best of their weekend in Vegas, yeah. but it's like, are they going to be able to take that time off work again? Are they going to want to rebook flights, rebook hotels? It is just a huge nightmare. And I feel like if she was up for 30 straight hours, she should have canceled it at hour one of those 30 hours. So at least there was it's like so, 72 yeah. hours before people were getting on planes, but I'm sure she considered all options and this is what she decided was the best for her yeah and i've heard like a lot of people are like she's being a diva and i don't like the use of the word diva as a derogatory term because a diva is actually like the original definition of it i believe is a woman who's great at opera singing and it feels like it's been taken and reframed to be like a slanderous word used against women who are good at their craft Mm. and who care about their craft going well it's like calling somebody who's a dis- like a female who's like a decisive leader, a bossy bitch. It's well, like... I feel like the poster woman of a diva has been like Mariah Carey. Like that has been pinned on her her entire career. Like when you think diva, you think Mariah Carey because that's what's been pushed upon her forever. And like she... People have that perception because she is 
at the height of a star that she is with the voice that she has and she right and but they're so, starting they're putting a negative spin on it like she's a diva who demands it be her way it's like right but sometimes her way is the reason why she's at the top of her game yeah and if she so why would you shit on a person who has a method of work that works you and know? i agree i think like she, yes like i wouldn't I think it was for the best for her. Like yeah. she obviously knows what she's doing. She's Adele. She's put out music for a decade that has resonated with people more than most artists can accomplish in a lifetime. And yeah. so I feel like she has a scope on what she's doing. It's more so a bummer for the people that were just already on planes. Hopefully they yeah. had a great weekend in Vegas. Yeah. Let's hope. Here's to hoping. Mm. And on, in, in there's a bunch of music news today. Or I guess through the week. It's kind of old by the time we get... You guys are getting some cold tea. It's been a slow couple of uh, weeks here, which is kind of nice. But, you know, last week, Demi Lovato hosted a funeral for her for their pop music. And I guess we're going to see Demi doing a lot more punk rock shit now that she's shaved her eyebrow a little bit. And got a tattoo of... A, is it a spider on their head? I want to say it's a spider. I haven't seen it, but they're definitely, what's it called? Transforming. Yes. And they've announced they're no longer California sober. They're fully sober, which oh. I think good on them. Yeah. I don't think that it was a safe or healthy choice for her to publicly coin a term California sober as a person who has a severe substance and alcohol abuse problem um calling anything that uses substances sober is not sober <laughs> like it's just well and i think that was realized and that's why it has been retracted i think they've yeah. since gone to rehab again yeah and i think at first you i mean you dabbled at first with your sobriety with using weed as well right so i think maybe right, there's phases the in which uh, no, I don't think everybody's story is the same, but I can a hundred percent tell you that if you're using drugs, you're not sober. Mm. So when I was using drugs was not a period of sobriety. Like that was me. That was me actively engaging in my addiction issues. Right. And for me is cause I can only speak for myself. I know at any point in time that I'm, I'm pretending like I'm in control where I'm like, Oh, I don't drink, but you know, I use drugs every day. Like, <laughs> just the way that that sounds, like, it's like, oh, so you're still not letting go and allowing yourself to fully embody the understanding that you have no control over this thing and that you cannot be even a little bit active in your addiction and sober at all. Like, it just doesn't, it just, for me, it doesn't work that way. Mm. And it doesn't have to be even a mind altering substance, like. I can be active in my ad addiction and spending recklessly, you know, like yeah. waking up one day and deciding to buy season passes to Universal, which I haven't <laughs> been to in five years. <laughs> but it, that's something I feel is that, that's a joke. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm joking about <laughs> okay. that. I was like, but, um, but I do think behaviors in which like spending yeah. or eating you could replace with something that could also be detrimental to your health. Yeah, I've just noticed that as a person with addiction, anything can become my addiction if I'm not working very hard on myself. If I'm, uh, it's like, cause like my ism is that I have, it's, I'm uneasy. I'm uneasy all the time. I don't like being in this flesh suit. I don't like being in a room with people. I don't like being in, uh, conscious at all. So anything that I can get that distracts me from being conscious, be it Candy Crush on my phone, which I'm now on level 104. <laughs> Or, you know, any kind of disassociation, anything that feeds that for me is going to be a problem. So I want to, I want to always focus on my energy on, uh, being comfortable and confident in this flesh suit while I walk this earth. And the only way I can do that is if I'm a hundred percent sober. Right. Which is so something, that's, yeah, that's yeah. why I was uh, a little bit uncomfortable with the coining of the term early on, because so many people do look up to her and it becomes really easy to make uh, changes and excuses in your own sobriety when somebody that you look up to is very wise and soulful makes this big bold claim who has access to information and therapists yeah. and people and yes i agree i think as far as uh their pop music it's r.i.p 
they have good <laughs> pop music even yeah. in my play in my spotify curated playlist the other some of the songs were coming up like daddy issues mm, so good so many good she has or they have so many good yeah even the songs. sorry not sorry kills me it's so, so good the whole album will not reflect the pop genre whatsoever i i guess not well i hope they'll fly in travis barker because i feel like he's the only one that's really making waves in that genre at the moment yeah i feel like all those people that are trying to bring back the blink 182 sound if you're not using travis barker you're nobody get your your song's not hitting well he's for somebody of Demi's caliber, I think yeah. he would jump over there as fast as possible because he's been producing for Avril Lavigne. Like, he's really out there doing it. And if you want to be in that genre, I think he's where they should go. But yeah. I don't know. I I guess Demi hasn't put out music that's been exciting to me in a long time. I don't. And that's it's just not my. Yeah. I, I love a lot of their music, but hopefully it will be good. Yeah. Did you know Nick Jonas was pregnant? Did you know no. they had a surrogate? Was, did anybody Wait, know? They had a surrogate? Yeah, they had a surrogate, and now they have a fucking baby. Is this the one that was uh, is married to Priyanka? Yes. And that's... could Priyanka not get pregnant? Uh, they Their schedules were too busy. It's not that they had fertility issues. They just opted for a surrogacy. Wow. We finally looked into, like, we started the process of fig trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And even with, like, a surrogacy agency, the wait list is 18 to 36 months if you start today. You should start today. I, I know. And then, <sighs> but, and that's not the only stop. Then you also have to have a fer fertility clinic. That's where you find the egg. And then you also right. have to find the surrogacy. Then you have all the legal work. So, it, so their baby is born. Yeah. Wow, congrats. They did the damn thing. They did the damn thing. Also, if you want to en enact a pregnancy pact right now, like this, like if you want to go buy your egg and like s then start your little surrogacy plan, mm -hmm. I'll get pregnant when you get pregnant and then we can be pregnant girls together. Okay. I mean, yes, I need to figure out. I have a lot more <laughs> that I need to align. Yeah. It, it's, no, me it, too. That's why I'm putting myself on your timeline because all my friends are pregnant right now. Okay. Yes, I think that would be good. Speaking of, this is so, and I, you know, I don't mean to be a judgmental, just like nasty bitch, but are you aware that some women are eating the placenta, which is old news? I think we've talked about this. But we didn't talk about how they can eat it because I know that you can have it encapsulated and take it like a pill, like a vitamin, which uh -huh. makes total sense to me. Like, I get it. It has great qualities. We talked about it because Courtney was eating it in taco form. Right. And then I just like actually started really thinking about what the fuck that means and how disturbed I was by it. Because it reminds me of like eating your own scab or like eating boogers. And it's just like the fact that some people cut mm. it up and put it in like a bolognese sauce or like ground <laughs> it into powder and put it in a smoothie. It's like, I mean, I'm like, sure I it's like. I'm sure it's like putting spinach in a smoothie, though. It's un in a protein shake. It's right. undetectable. I don't if care. <laughs> I don't know I'm... enough about the placenta or like, because is it, okay, when you say eating a scab, that grosses me out. But like yeah. a lot of us swallow semen. That grosses me out, too. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have this bit in my stand-up where it's like, and if you do come in my mouth, I'm going to run around your apartment at a 90-degree angle so that your cum doesn't touch my tongue, and then I'm going to spit it out dramatically so that you know that that's something I'm just not into. <laughs> so yeah, okay. real ones, no. <laughs> Before we go further, we do have a sponsor for today's show. Oh my God, your timing. <laughs> Which just so happens to be HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Um, with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh. If you're fresh. not swallowing cum and placenta, get your dinners at HelloFresh. This is separate. Okay, we had a previous moment and now... We take a breath, and now today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep, which skips trips to the grocery store, and you can definitely count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, and that's why it's America's number one meal kit. So HelloFresh- My Fresh, box comes tomorrow night. I'm I think excited. there's one coming to that house, too, because I had planned on being there. 
but we'll talk about that. So HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. And you can save on average over $65 a month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. That's more money put towards those 2022 goals of yours. And HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every single week. And that includes uh, veggie, calorie smart, family friendly, and even gourmet options. They offer flexibility. uh, So if you need to customize your order, you can do that easily online or in the app. And you can change your delivery day, your food preferences, your plan size, or even skip a week whenever you want to. So go to HelloFresh.com slash TheSip16 and use code the sip 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts once again that's hellofresh.com slash the sip 16 and use code the sip 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts you know we live and love for hellofresh lizzie literally feeds her family on hellofresh every single week um and yes you should check my house before you leave because there's probably going to be a box there Okay, I'll grab it. I can grab it, right? That's what you're saying? Yes, you can, because I was supposed to be there, and I'm not. So you get two HelloFresh boxes this week. Okay, quickly, we have a lot to get to. Um, Um, Can we do rapid fire for Rob Lowe, Elon Musk, and then we'll do Euphoria? Yeah, I just thought it was so funny that Rob Lowe joked about his wife teaching Gwyneth Paltrow how to suck a dick. Rob Lowe teached... Todd. Rob Lowe jokes about his wife teaching Gwyneth Paltrow about oral sex. So, like, Rob Lowe said something like, you're welcome, Brad. (laughs) Like, Brad Falchuk. Uh Uh-huh. Which I just think is so funny, and it, like, takes me back to the fact that you (laughs) taught me how to suck a dick. And so when Joe enjoys it, I'm like, thanks, Ryland. Ryland. I was going to say, it's like a weird thing to admit publicly, but like you and I talk about it openly as well. I don't know why. I guess I just feel like celebrities of their caliber are like on a different level. They're more respectable. To each their own. Like even when I was watching Euphoria, I was like, wow, these guys really just have their dicks out. And I was like, is that what you have to do to be a successful actor? And then I was like, no, I'm crazy. Like all these people have careers where they never show anything. Our Christmas movie is nothing but full frontals of your penis. Should I but change you know, that? <sighs> well, my problem we, we is, can pivot. I, would, I was going to decorate know, it, fake snow in the pubes, I, tinsel I know, hanging from the balls, you I, know. I'd have the same problem. And this is what I was thinking last night while watching Euphoria. <laughs> I'd have the same problem I have at the doctor's office, which is like an excited <laughs> boner. Like if I had a crew, like I just can't imagine. Like there's a set of 60 people and it's like, okay, time for the shower scene. And it's like, okay, so I de-robe, turn the shower on to get my hair pre-wet. And then it's like action. I'd get hard at action just because there's so many people looking at me. I'd probably, it's Maybe just like you an embarrassment. No, this is so funny because like, I know most men who need to be hard on camera are like, I can't get hard with 60 people around when they call action. And you're just like, my little soldier stands at attention. It will. <laughs> And that's the thing is like, I just have great circulation and sometimes I can't stop it from happening. And I think that's why I, I started thinking last night, I thought, oh, maybe I can't be an actor because I can't do a nude scene. And then I thought, oh my God, you're crazy. Not every actor has to be nude. So you're still a famous actor. Mm. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, love that for you. Do you should we just to- jump right into the Euphoria review? Because who gives a shit that Elon yeah. Musk is looking for clinical trials for brain chip tech? Which, if not um, used in a malicious way, I think could be very productive and well, insane. Did you did you click the link? Yes, and they they they've currently done some trials on um, eight monkeys. Well, the thing that's cool about the tech is it's used to help people who have been paralyzed right. or who suffer from, you know brain trauma that results in their inability to function as they once did yes so like if your hands no longer function you'd still be able to work your and function your electronics like you'd hopefully be able to type an email or you could change the channel or turn up the volume and i saw on another post of elon's that he said you'd be able to save and and remember memories or be able to relive them or possibly store them and like be a able pensive. to live after your body. So like, the technology could be really cool. Yeah. That sounds very sick. 
So and back to something else that's disgusting. What's so disgusting? Euphoria. So, <laughs> so yeah, you said barf with me. the throw up emoji. What's so gross yeah. this week? The whole the fucking everything about this show makes me fucking sick. <laughs> like just sick. Really? Yeah, really, dude. And I feel like to some degree we're glamorizing something that shouldn't that I think the young kids that uh believe this show is for them like I don't I, and you know the cast has come out Zendaya has come out and said this is a dark show this is not for children but well, it even, is a show what they poke fun at that in Rue's um relapse when she's yeah. kind of narrating herself they said a lot of people have hope for my character and I'm just letting you know like that hope isn't That's real me. for me yeah but I agree it is glamorizing yeah, it's a little bit like in 13 Reasons Why when they, you know, open with a, the main character committing suicide and mm. then the main character is still a part of the entire show, which for me, the problem there is it doesn't appropriately get across to a younger mind that suicide is a final decision that you do not get to. The severity. You do not get to come back for multiple seasons after you commit suicide. It's in fact, it's over. That's the that's right. the period at the end of your sentence, and there is no more story to tell. Unfortunately, I, I understand what you're saying, and I watched the. I don't. I don't know why you don't get it, but after the actors yeah. talking after the fact, and he was just Sam was talking about how interesting it was to explore some an addict that's trying to hide their behavior, and I think before somebody commits to getting sober. Um, there are extreme lengths that they'll go to to be a functioning alcoholic or drug addict or but yes. I agree with you that the way that it's produced is um, glamorous and enchanting and yeah, fun it's and like, enticing. Look how sexy and cool and quote unquote smart and genius these plays are. When I look back on the things that I used to do and say to hide my using like I, it's a joke. You know what I mean? Like it's it's laughable how fucking stupid that shit was. And it's, I laugh because the alternative is, you know, sobbing because I'm so lucky that I didn't die. And I do appreciate that Euphoria opened with Rue fucking died. Rue fucking overdosed and died. But then season two opens with Rue's on the brink of dying and overdosing. And all of a sudden the show teaches you, oh, if you pop a stimulant real quick, your heart rate comes back and you won't die. Because that's not true. You know what I right. mean? Like, that doesn't happen every time. Um, and the one thing that I do know about addiction, as grand as ruse and as grand as mind, is it, it ends three ways. It ends with institutionalization, jail, or death. Those are the three options. And the storyline right now, I'm going to keep watching. I... I I think the show is incredibly cool and sexy and well-directed because it's, you know, it's, it's visual storytelling for sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm, uh, I, I do wish that there was a, a tiny bit more honesty to it. Right. Cause and it's I guess not, it does. Yeah. It um, toes the line because like we were talking about drug use and portraying drugs last week and you were like, well, what I like about uh, Euphoria is that it feels more fantasy, but I guess there's probably a lot and everyone's lines probably different, but I agree with you. Their audience skews younger. So like for someone like me who uh, I'm not into drugs, hopefully I'm, I won't become into drugs. I think it's a fun um a fun ride but i yeah. understand the real life ramifications what i exactly. did like about the episode and the season so far is the mini movies beforehand because now that we know these characters i really like that it feels like a standalone piece of art for the first 20 minutes beforehand and it's also mm -hmm. a way to further a character um that you wouldn't otherwise get. And especially with this week, I just thought it was very cool to have like such a prominent gay storyline. Oh my God. So devastating platform that was done in such a, like, I love how it was filmed. Like so grainy and the colors, like I watched the costume director talk about um, picking the outfits and like the light pastels. And I just thought that was fantastic. I and, loved that. And they love the full frontal. It's interesting because it, I feel like for the longest time, um, 
Hollywood would make women be fully nude and guys only ever had to show their ass and so i think it's interesting that euphoria really does put the dicks on full display and a lot of people are doing it now too really yeah there's dicks everywhere oh okay yeah wow no and i think that's awesome and i I, like again like i loved the opening this week about uh is his name cal Mm -hmm. yeah i loved that opening fucking have like devastating so sweet mm-hmm. and beautiful his love story with his best friend and then you know the conclusion of it spoiler alert being the birth of his shitbag son of jacob Aleroydi. i what's jacob's name in the show nate nate so uh, what i didn't remember from last season is nate and so nate hooked up with uh jules and the dad hooked up. i remember the dad hooking up with jules but i don't remember nate's fling with jules so Nate had a pretend relationship with Jules on like text. Text, I think. I'm, Again, it's hazy for me. I hate watched it in a day. <laughs> I don't um, remember if it was ever if it ever came to life their relationship. So is Nate also dealing with um his sexuality? Even I though he's think Nate is dealing sisters? with a lot of weird shit. And I think that a lot of it spans from Probably his parents not being super in love with each other because his dad's a violent man because he's livid about how his life turned out because his wife got pregnant right after high school, right after he was able to admit to his best friend that he was in love with him. Right. Um, but, you know, I don't know, man. Are are people really this toxic? Like, um, I think... Like, do people... Like, do... Like, generally speaking, like, are, do, are people's problems this big? Because, like, honestly... I've seen some shit. You know what I mean? Like I could be sitting at a meeting for like a project and I can pitch a couple of scenarios and people are like, that's fucked up. That would never happen. And I'm like, right. Cause that's not from my life, <laughs> but it's always, it's never been this fucked up. Like right, I feel like, like there's slivers of fucked up, but it's yeah. not everywhere you turn is fucked up. And yeah. I don't know if there's a sane, not, a, that's not the right terminology. I don't know if there's a character in this show that isn't dealing with everything. Which Everything. I think is why it has such wide appeal is because that way the audience uh, and every, anyone that's watching can relate to some aspect of some character. Yeah. And obviously it's... Uh, and we all want to look like them. Oh my gosh. And uh, is that actress that you love, uh, is her Sydney last name Sweeney? Sweeney? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn. This week, her performance, that meltdown in the bathroom, like, oh, girl, oh. you are so... You... I... Oof. Speechless. I would dare to say this woman is our generation's Meryl Streep. She's so fucking talented. The way that her, she got hives on her chest and on her face and her eyes were welling over. Like the whole time I'm watching it, I was like, ah. She's got it all. Like I've, I've never had a talent crush on somebody more because it's just like everything about her to me is fascinating. Just, oh my gosh. So stand out. And I think her career is going to be a long, long, long launching from this show. I don't know what she's been in. She's a good, she's got like three series that she leads. She had an Amazon series that she led about like peeping Tom shit or something. I didn't watch it, but then she was in white Lotus and this, like she's in fucking everything. She works all the time. Yeah. You hmm. missed her in White Lotus? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, White Lotus, ne- like, it was such a slow burn that it never fully, like, grabbed my attention. And I was waiting yeah. for the turning point, and I never got there. And then I haven't finished. So I'm right. only, like, Same. four episodes in. Same. Um, and I love that cast. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. even know Sydney Sweeney was in it. But aside from that, like, I watched the show because the cast is so incredible. Do you know that you and I used to serve the creator? Of what? Mike Before White. You? No, of oh. White Lotus. Mike White used to come to the juice box and he used to come to LPQ all the time. Wow. Yeah. I have to look him up. I'll probably remember his face. You probably will. You'd be like, that guy? <laughs> I also really love, uh, sorry, we're going a long time about Euphoria, but I did like, I like the love triangle element between Rue, the the new boy, yeah. and Jules. So. I do too. And if the three of them don't fuck, like, I'll be goddamned. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Yeah, Zendaya I like also, that too. Sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. Zendaya also had a great um, performance in after she was after her sister confronted her about um, being sober, and yes, then fighting. Ex- Zend- their fight was phenomenal. Yeah, that and that that I would do. So I'll retract a little bit of what I said. Like that shit. 
They do make it a point to, to have her uh, Rue's bullshit called out. It's called out by her sponsor. It's called out by her little sister. And all of that is great and real and true. The you're a selfish line, you're a selfish person, you don't care about yourself, so how could you care about me and mom? Like all that beautiful, real. The two of them fighting at that door. Oh my God. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. And I want to si- get that little girl in Al-Anon. Like, I want to wrap my arms around her. I know she's not real. I want to sit her down and say, listen, this meeting might not be very fun because everyone here is a little bit sick and toxic, but listen up, girl. And I think Sydney's sister, Sydney and Maddie's sister, that's always been in, like, the in the background. Judd Apatow's I'm, daughter. That's Maud Apatow? I don't know which one it is. Wow, I, I didn't know there's know that. two. I'm excited to see because she's about to lose her marbles. Like she's gonna like unravel this season. I think she's going to really hurt her sister's feelings. I think that she's also gonna expose her sister's secret and probably ruin her life. Hmm. Which I mean, you shouldn't be sleeping with your sister's ex. I'm sorry, Sydney. Wait, she's not sleeping with her sister's ex. The uh, the three of them are sisters. No. Maddie. Maddie's not their sister. Are you serious? Wait. Maddie's like also like a whole other ethnicity. (laughs) Like they're not sisters. (laughs) Maddie's her best friend. They are not sisters. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yes, but you shouldn't be sleeping with your best friends. No, you shouldn't. And then Jacob, Nate, went back to maddie at the end of the episode so and we'll see honestly i think he only went back to maddie because he loves how fucking sh- him sh- him strangling what is the what is the what is sweeney's character's name cassie him strangling cassie and saying i love how fucking sick you are i feel like he went back to fucking maddie to make cassie more crazy as more of a turn on for him. And that's why I'm like, fucking kill him. Also, so I recently read the pilot. Well, not recently, like months ago, I read the pilot for Euphoria. And in the pilot, they're getting ready for Nate's funeral. Is that what the pilot was that aired or no? I don't remember. This is season one? Yeah. The I first don't... episode ever in script form, I think, varies from what aired. They always do. Like the pilot for Atlanta is super different than the pilot that actually aired for Atlanta and Mm. also super not, but whatever. There are elements that are lost in uh, the edit, I think, but, um, or, you know, strategically removed. And I do think that the first season of like the pilot episode that I read was structured around a funeral for one of the students. And I believe it was Nate. Wow. Honestly, I hope he dies. This guy is so fucking toxic and awful. What a piece of shit. But he drives the storyline forward. He, and... I don't give a fuck about a storyline <laughs> about this guy, Nate. You know what I mean? Like, I would feel bad, but I don't. Like, oh my God, I get it. Your dad's all upset. Like, I care more about his dad's redemption arc than his because at least his dad has something to redeem. And I just feel like Nate's been a piece of shit for like way too long. But again, like maybe I missed something last season that makes people like him. And I'll probably hear about it in the comments because everybody hates me now. But whatever, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I had one more talking point about, oh gosh. Maddie? No, I can't remember. Huh. Well, is it the I new boy and Jules? Week. No. Oh fuck. No, I need to know. I can't remember. Rack that brain. What were we talking about right before you were talking about Nate's death? We were talking about how you shouldn't be fucking your sister's ex. Mm. I can't remember. Because you think Cassie's in the wrong for sleeping with Maddie, with Maddie's ex. Oh. Uh, her sister's writing a play about what's going on in her house. Wow, I can't remember. Wow, what was Felt it? Felt poignant. I'm, I'm going to be blamed for this. <sighs> They're going to come from my head in the comments because of this. You got to remember now or I'm going to go into hiding. <laughs> like, goddamn. That Lizzie won't shut the fuck up long enough for Ryland to say what he needs to say. <laughs> we to have weeks. Maddie's Cassie's sister. <laughs> all right you guys well we don't have a time for our advice though this week so i think we'll do an advice segment next week we should be i say this every week but i mean we did make plans 
to get to California now. So um, we should be back together next week. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you have anything you'd, uh, any segments you'd prefer us to do more, uh, let us know in the comments. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, we're at the sip official or is it the sip official? Mm-hmm. I think so. Wow, I feel like I forgot everything I knew. We're also on there personally, and we so appreciate your support. We love you very much. Goodbye. And that's, and that's the, the sip. sip. <sighs> it's always bad. <laughs> Toodles. Toodles.